This morning we'll continue with mindfulness of breathing, with an emphasis now on the synergy between the deepening sense of relaxation and the strengthening of stability. So I think you're, how do you say, getting into the into the rhythm of it, of what to expect. In this phase, as I mentioned before, and I'll reiterate, it's very much like seeking to fall asleep consciously while sitting up. And that is in these early phases with the full body awareness, which we did yesterday, uh, the attending to the rise and fall of the abdomen, all about relaxation, stability. And then today, beginning the, as yesterday, the balancing act, and it's good to remember this, yesterday the balancing act was between not losing your initial level of clarity while increasing relaxation. So that's already a bit of a challenge because it's very, very easy for us to lie down or sit back and start relaxing and then, oh, I'm getting really relaxed. And then fade out and, and take a nap. Nothing wrong with that, but it's not shamatha. And so the first balance then, just to refresh your memory, is to just maintain the level of clarity you have at the beginning. And then, as if you're falling asleep, just let the sense of relaxation go deeper and deeper and deeper. That will knock out about 95% of problems you'll encounter in meditation. Because about 95% are coming from people trying too hard. Just all over the place. So that was for yesterday, and then today we begin another balancing act, and that is a deepening sense of relaxation. Continuing with that, but as we relax more deeply, then gently introducing, almost like, like um, disciplining a three-year-old. I understand in Tibetan, in, in traditional Tibetan culture, the first for the first one or two years, the, the mother and father just don't discipline the little baby at all. It's a little baby, you know, what does it know? And so the baby cries, it squawks, it does whatever little babies do, but there's just no, there's no reprimand, there's no punishment, there's nothing. You just take care of it, you love it, love it, love it, love it. And then when the child gets to about three years old, and the child is being a little bratty, or being naughty, or just doing something a little bit wrong, then the parents say, okay, you're three, you can talk now. <laughs> Look out, because <laughs> I, I can talk too. Stop doing that. You know, and then you. But of course, you don't bring out a belt. You don't overdo it. You, in other words, for a three-year-old, it's say just bare, barely out of infancy. So yeah, you introduce gent you introduce discipline, but in the gentlest ways. Very unlike you know a, a teenager. Then you might have to you know ground them or do something really severe, take away their cell phone. <laughs> you know. I, mean, I, I know that's drastic. I, I take it back. I take it back. Nobody's that cruel, right? So, but in a similar way here, just in this phase today, gently introducing discipline. Discipline, as if we've grown out of infancy. Yesterday it was just there, 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 calm down. And today a little bit of discipline, bringing back the attention, especially with every in-breath, relaxing with every out-breath, now beginning to enhance stability. But this is the first big revolutionary movement in shamatha versus all the mundane ways of developing attention. And the mundane ways of developing attention are always develop your attention, your focus, your concentration with contraction. Right? Trying hard, focused. I want to see those brows furrowed. Let's try really hard. Like that. And then we know we're really trying hard and then we feel exhausted at the end. So it's that, that synergy. And this is really starting to tap into the profound potency of shamatha. The synergy between the deepening relaxation and the strengthening of stability 
the, as the mind becomes calmer, it becomes more relaxed. As it becomes relaxed, it becomes calmer, more stable. And so a whole spin cycle there, which is laying the foundation for eventually introducing the element of vividness. And then you have the great tricycle, Tashamata, relaxation, stability, and vividness, all supporting each other. Okay? So that's the practice for this morning. And I'm going to, um, starting this morning, because I'm going to start within a minute or two, um, give less or fewer of the prefatory comments, especially in the morning, uh, because overall, if this process is one of seeking to fall asleep consciously, then having somebody talk in a really stimulating, provocative way just before the session can be counterproductive. Right? And so why was I doing it at all? Because I was doing it, doing it very deliberately, you know, challenging a bunch of assumptions and so forth. And the reason for that is that, again, we're not just working on some gimmick, some little skill set. But, and meditation can be applied with all the superficiality of taking a, you know, getting a massage or watching a, uh, a sitcom. Oh, you feel really uptight? Watch a sitcom. You know, watch an old episode of Cheers. Ah, that's fun, you know. And so meditation can be as simple, as superficial as that. Just a little bit, oh, I'm feeling a bit uptight, better, maybe I better meditate. Oh, I just had an argument, I think I better meditate. Could have a massage, but they're too expensive, but meditation's cheap. And so, you know, it can be that level, it can be at that level. Whereas, and very often it's pretty much, you know, band-aid approach in the modern world. Um, so maintain, maintain your same worldview, maintain your same set of priorities, exactly the same lifestyle, but add a little, a little morsel of meditation to make the wheels from samsara roll a bit more smoothly. You know? Right? So, that's one way. It's, I think Shugyam Tumba, what, 30, 40 years ago, called that scientific materialism. Dharma in the service of samsara, to make samsara a bit more pleasant. Uh, so that's one possibility. But if a simple practice, which looks so frankly trivial as attending the rise and fall of your tummy, you know, while you're breathing, if that's to be dharma, then it's going to be rooted in a shift of priorities, of desires, of aspirations and ideals. And that's going to have to do with cognitive, cognitive balance. So in terms of my fourfold model, cognitive are really shifting priorities, shifting ideals, shifting what do you really seek? What is your ideal of your own flourishing? So that's why I've kept on coming back to that. And then as that shifts, then one suddenly finds, oh, this is no longer so important. This is no longer important. Oh, I'm getting more free time. Oh, I used to be so busy, but I now I have more free time because I just don't value those things as much as I used to. But I have more spare time. Now I have more time to really cultivate the inner causes of happiness. And you go directly to attention. So from the cognitive to the attentional. Because if you try to develop a spiritual practice, a meditative practice, cultivate genuine happiness, and your mind is just suffering from OCDD all the time, well, where's it going to go? Just blah, 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 blah. So cultivating authentic motivation, and then developing attention skills, and then it's just natural as we become more relaxed, more stable, as we become clearer in our perception of reality, then that sets us up for developing greater cognitive balance of being present with what is really there, rather than superimposing our own projections, being present with what is really occurring, as opposed to being AWOL on reality, not even noticing, because we're just blanked out, unattentive. 
and on the basis of those three, the cognitive, the attentional, and the cognitive, then the emotional balance, we bring in the four measurables, and the emotional balance almost just flows out of the receding three naturally, and the four measurables just helps that whole process along. So the four measurables greases the wheels for liberation, rather than shamatha greasing the wheels for samsara. So, without further ado, let's have a session, and I'll use fairly few words, because I don't think you need many more. It would be quite, quite all right to see a type of Pavlovian response come at the very beginning of the session. As you settle your awareness in the body and immediately find that this triggers a sense of softening in the shoulders, softening of the muscles of the face, a quieting of the mind, as you settle your body in its natural state, relaxed, still, and vigilant. And settle your respiration in its natural rhythm. Paying especial attention to that end release at the very end of the out-breath that you continue relaxing and releasing and allow the next breath to flow in effortlessly. Whether it's deep or shallow, fast or slow, whatever it may be, let the body breathe without intervention, without expectation, without fear. Settle your respiration in its natural rhythm as a way to gently calm and settle this internal voice of the mental commentary in its own natural state of effortless silence.
For a little while, let your awareness continue to permeate the whole field of the body, diffuse, but very present, attending to these tactile events that arise throughout, especially the tactile sensations correlated with the in-and-out breath. Then direct your attention downwards to the rise and fall of the abdomen. As you keep your spine very straight, sitting, if you are sitting, in a posture of attention, of vigilance, abdominal muscles loose and relaxed. And without visualizing the abdomen, just attend to the bare tactile sensations of the rise and fall of the abdomen with each in and out breath arousing your attention with each inhalation, overcoming laxity, relaxing with every exhalation, overcoming excitation.
experiment with counting to see for yourself whether or the extent to which counting the breaths is helpful for you. One brief count at the end of each inhalation. And apart from that, maintain to the best of your ability an ongoing flow of mindfulness, of the ongoing flow of the sensations of the breath at the abdomen. And let's continue practicing now in silence.
Namaste. 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 Namaste.